Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled A Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Sammons, Peter P. Zaglanis, Charles P. Zaglanis, sorry, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaos and website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is Chapter 3, Episode 8. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, so. so we had a pretty good episode last week of ramping up the tension, and then we kind of ended it. So now it's kind of like we have to jump back in, get our mindset in there. I see Rex has made a return. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so last week we just basically, you guys came back from Canada. You settled back into the headquarters, Federated Oil and Chemical. Uh, and eventually, Mr. Abelard invited you all to a conference, but then that turned into sort of a surprise party for, you know, the night before you're leaving to go back to return to the cop's corner. Um, everything was kicking off, party, and there was some champagne. Some of you were partaking in the champagne. I think, Danny, you were a little little bit on the edge of being hindered. Um and then suddenly the uh, the lost power. Um, uh, everything went black. Everything went quiet. Then it became, I think, apparent that there was something more going on because you started to hear noises from the floor below you, which you're on the fifth floor. You were hearing noises coming from the fourth floor. Uh, at some point, you ventured out. You got the keys from Murdoch. Um, to the fire escape and there's a, it's an indoor fire escape going down the one side of the building. So it's basically like a 10 foot hallway um, stairwell at each end of the building. So it's like a long hallway stairwell, long hallway stairwell. Um, You made your way down to the fourth floor. You heard more screaming. Uh, There was a gunshot fired. Rex has been acting strange at the least. He's been barking and growling. <laughs> What's that say? Woof, woof. <laughs> He's been communicating. Um, Jerry, you were anxious to get to the basement because that's where the guns are, I think. So you yes. kind of took the lead a little bit. The rest are kind of... As much as possible. Yeah, as much as possible. Yeah, the, the rest are sort of lingering a little bit, dragging behind. They just finished hearing the noises coming from the fourth floor. Uh, Jasper, I think you heard something a little unusual, and it was like, nope, let's go. So that was kind of the decision, I think, was let's forget whatever's happening on the fourth floor. Let's make it down to the basement. Um which, by the way, you have the mechanic, uh, Larry Neckler, is with you. He's the one that has the key to the door. Um, I think, can't remember, Danny or Jerry? Did Murdoch give you the keys to the gun closet or the gun case? Eh. You get that to you, Jerry? Okay. Jerry. Yeah. Is Larry 21 years old? Larry is 28. Oh. I spoiled that one. Man, didn't you? <laughs> um, I could have said he's got the key of 
key to the door, never been 21 before. <laughs> so, yeah. Calm now. It's still a bit of a chaos there. The, the dog's barking. You got flashlights between, I think. Do all of you have flashlights or just some of you? Do you remember? I don't at the moment. Uh, I believe I do. Uh, myself and Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. And I think Larry has a candle with him, but with the flashlights mm. and trying to go up and down stairs, he just blew the candle out. So he has it, but it's not lit right now. So you've got the two flashlights, you know, they're creating some weird shadows as you're going through these dark hallways. Uh, it smells musty in here just because they, you know, this isn't a well-used fire escape. Um, as Jasper pointed out, you know, not cool that he had the doors locked. Um, yeah, so anything you guys want to do? We're just ready to jump right in, I guess, right? Yes. Jerry, Jerry, get the door open and get the guns. Jerry and Larry had already started down the stairs, and Danny and Jasper and Rex and me, I was trying to get them to come along, but they were hesitating. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then I think they decided, okay, let you, you guys are right, and they said, all right, let's go. So they've, they've now sort of continued on to well i'm for the record i'm still concerned that we're running away from someone who might be hurt that's true yeah I, I think danny had the same idea as well and i definitely hesitated thinking should we potentially rescue somebody i think jasper was thinking the same thing should we rescue somebody or and then i, I think at the very last minute last time it was like right okay let's get the guns although i um, we can certainly have, rescue them more effectively with guns. Do I have my gun? I can't remember. No, that's the whole reason you were heading down to the basement. That's uh, right. Well, yeah. two reasons, technically. The first reason was Abelard told Larry to go down and fix the fuse box. That was the first reason. And then the second yeah. reason was that that's what... Yeah, uh, I, just, I decided at last minute, yeah, let's go and get the guns because I didn't want to face anything or anybody unarmed, you know. Mm -hmm. And then Tug had managed to somehow slip in his hunting knife, uh, not necessarily on purpose, but probably because Murdoch let it slip through the security, so. It's strapped to my leg, so. Okay. Um, as, if, if they finally decide to come down the stairs as well, I make them go past me and I bring up the rear. Because I've got a weapon, I've got the knife. Okay. Also, did we not hear uh, a gunshot? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's when I started down the stairs uh, even more avidly to uh, get the guns. <laughs> so who, who's at the front? Are you at the front, Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm just like, go, Jerry. <laughs> go. Jerry and Larry are first, and then get the guns. The two of you. <laughs> And Jasper, you have Rex on a leash, right? I do, yes. A long leash, yeah. Yes. Um, so you're just past the fourth floor door. Uh, Jerry, are you, can you give me, are you, uh, are you actually like waiting for them to catch up to you or are you just like, no. come on, let's go and you turn and you just walk them along? No, but I'm pulling Larry along because uh, I have the, uh, 
keys to the guns, but Larry has the key. Is there a, do we need a key to the floor? You should, yeah. Then Larry has the key to the floor. Correct. So I'm pulling Larry along. I, I, I'm assuming he's eager to get down there as well, but I'm trying to hasten him along if he's not. I think in my mind, the way I have it is you're sort of like, come on, let's go. Larry's sort of stuck in the middle where he's like, he wants to go with you. He wants to go at the same time he knows that Jasper, Danny, and Tug have kind of lagged behind. Right. So he just lagged well, behind. Heard Danny, he's heard Danny make up his mind and say, just get the guns. And okay. so if he, hesit if he continues to hesitate, I grab hold of his coat. And yeah, no, no. I just, I just meant in the sense that it, you guys are so much staggered. You're not all uh, right. kind of clump is what I'm just That's for, That seems accurate. Yeah. So, uh, Jerry, you're coming up to the staircase going down. Larry's behind you a few steps, 10 feet, 20 feet, whatever. Danny, Jasper, and Tug, you're behind Larry. Um, uh, if I notice he's that far behind me, Larry, come on. Okay. Yep. He tries to hurry up. Um, he's a big guy, actually. Um, uh, Jasper Rex is acting strange. He's, in, in what manner? Yeah, I'm trying to... Trying to figure out how to explain that. So he's 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 barking aggressively, but yet he's not. <laughs> he's not. Uh, he's not pulling at the least to try and get away. Okay. Um. But he's still, I mean, is he being aggressive to what's in front of us or what's behind us? Yeah, he's sort of like, you just passed this fourth floor door where you heard screaming. Uh, and then you kind of like had to pull him along with you to come away from that door. And as you're now walking down the hallway to continue further down, he's, he's focused now ahead of you and he's still barking aggressively. Okay. Um... I'm going to allow him to continue doing that because uh, that could be beneficial if there's anything down there. Yeah. How much space? I mean, do you it want? depends really how, how odd he starts acting. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and if it gets too strange, yeah. then, um, <laughs> it's the gift that keeps giving. Um, <laughs> if he gets too strange, then I'll have to sort of rein him in a bit. But if he's just um, if he's just barking because he, he appears to to perceive some sort of threat, then um, I, I haven't got a problem with that really. Okay. Unless anyone starts shutting up, shut that dog up or something, then I'm I'm sort of inclined to just let him keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Can you give me a sense of? Between the three of you, Jasper, Danny, Tug. Tug, you said you're in the rear because you have. I'm in the back, making sure nobody's coming up behind us. Okay. So I'm constantly looking back. And Tug, just to remind you, you, you might remember already, but just to remind everybody else, you were like having 
not mental problems, but I mean, you were, you were like on edge. You were like freaked out just a minute ago with, you know, suspecting paranoia sinking in. And I'm, I'm in all completely on instinct at this moment. Yep. I want my uh, friends to survive. That's all. Yep. So is it Jasper first and then Danny or Danny then Jasper? I think, yeah, it just in, in terms of the fact that I'm being dragged along by um, Rex, I think it's probably me at the front. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. much as I would like it not to be. And can you give me a sense? So you got Jerry up ahead of you. Larry's just a few 10, 20 feet behind him. Are you, can you give me a sense of how much distance you are between behind Larry? Um, I suppose about 15 feet. Okay, that's fine. All right. I, I so think, we're I catching think... up on them just because I'm being tugged along by the dog. So we're right. moving yeah. Yeah. We yeah. faster. So... We had uh, hesitated when Larry and, and Jerry had already started down the stairs. Yep. Hesitated. So the way I'm picturing this playing out is Jerry uh, was gung-ho, and then he saw you guys lagging, so then he started to lag himself. Now that you've decided, all right, let's go, you're stepping up the pace, and so it's like a, you know, mm, catching train, up. Right, train catching up. Right, so, Jerry, you get to the next stairwell down. You start heading down. You don't hear or see anything. Um, any right just that's that's your goal that's where you're headed right oh you're muted sorry is larry right behind me now has he yeah, he's catching up yet? He's all right then i'm going yep okay i'm going for it all right um you get to let's say fourth floor third floor you get to the third floor you're about halfway down the hallway the other guys have pretty much caught up to you, you know, within reason. Um, Rex is still going crazy. He's still barking. Uh, could you all do a listen roll? Oh, 95. I, all I can hear is the dog barking, I'm afraid. Yep. Nope. Uh, I got a... Uh... Hard pass. Okay. Yeah, I passed as well. Danny, okay. Uh, Jerry and Danny, you hear something from what sounds like the floor below you. So that would be the second floor. Like directly down the stairwell below us or? Yeah, like. Uh, yeah, on the floor, is somewhere on the floor. It's hard to tell. You haven't gone down the stairs yet. Like I'm picturing the stairs are ahead of you by about 20 feet. So it's it's not like you can oh, even really see down the stairs. It's just you hear movement. Do, how, do we have to? Oh, that's right, because we have to go like this. Yeah, big, right? big long Z. Yeah, and so it's hard to tell whether it's going to be at the stairs or just on the floor below. Right. Um, what does it sound like? Just movement. Something's moving down there. Is it is it like well, the shuff, shuffling of shoes or feet, or is it like more like noise and clatter? Um, can we differentiate if it's you know like obvious like the running of feet or something or just general noise I'm just going to say general noise shuffling maybe creaky floorboard maybe well whatever it is uh, getting uh, to the stairs before it does and then to the floor below it seems essential rather than being prevented from taking the stairs by it getting to the stairs first so mm -hmm. I'm not going to pause too much to contemplate what kind of creaking and clattering it might have been. Uh, in fact, 
I'm going a lot faster. And mm-hmm. uh, Don, Donnie's feeling the same. It's not obvious that Larry picks up the pace. Um, I'm gonna tell him to hurry up. Okay. I think I'm saying to Jasper, uh, just let the dog go, and we'll follow the dog. Because you know, obviously we're running, but you know, let the dog loose, and we'll we'll follow the dog. Because the dog will go straight to whatever it is, you know, whoever it is. We'll get. We'll follow its heels. I think the adrenaline just now for me anyway. The adrenaline is like pumping and it's frightening, but it's like I think we all probably feel like we're under attack, you know. So, yeah. Jasper, do you want to react to that? Are you letting? I'm. I'm gonna sort of um, uh, compromise. Sorry, not compromise. Um... I mean, when I'm saying that to you, Jasper, I'm out of breath. You know, I'm like, let the dog go. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just, um, I'm not going to let him go completely, but I'm, gonna, I'm going to let him go right to the end of the the lead. Okay. So he's he's now got a good sort of coming coming on for six or seven feet. Yep. Distance from me, and I'm hanging on to the end. So he's he's real. So now I, I'm. He's probably quite unable to stop him at this part. At this point, now he's dragging me along. So, well, no, that's just it. That's that's part of what I meant by he's acting a little weird. He's oh. not pulling you along. You've given pulling. him slack now. He's not. He's not pulling you. Oh, he's maybe nervous of the smell. Yeah, he's 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 anxious about it by the sound of it. He maybe saw something white on the stair. <laughs> Could be down there on the stair. Something white with clogs up. Jerry, you managed to get to the bottom of the stairs. And as you're coming down the stairs, you know, you, you, you break the viewpoint, the viewing angle where the ceiling is. And you can see down this dark hallway, you shine your flashlight. There's two figures like in the middle of the hallway coming your way. Figures in the sense of looking like humanoid yeah. figures yeah. uh, coming down the hallway yeah. uh, at a run, at a leisurely pace, at a brisk walk. Uh, at a shuffle. A shuffle. Um, a lurking shuffle. <laughs> so I, I, okay. Lumbering um, shuffle. It's the geriatric floor. Yeah. Well, then, considering I already have uh, some momentum, which I assume I do because I'm running, uh, I'm I'm gonna charge. Uh, I'm gonna charge at them and uh, try and. Uh, knock the first one down with uh, the flashlight. Is it a sturdy flashlight, I hope? Yeah, you know, 1930s flashlights, are they really that sturdy? I don't think I've ever seen a 1930s flashlight. They're, they're going to be big, heavy things. I figure they might, be, they might be rather bulky, yeah. Oh, I can remember our 19... Club. Oh, I can remember 1970s flashlights. <laughs> and they were hunks of junk, you know. Yeah. They held batteries, a, and the light bulb never sat in there quite right, and it kept flickering. You got to 
bang it. So oh, yeah, yeah, this should be uh, pretty pretty hefty. I, I would. This, I would, this would probably be the kind you so, hold in your hand. Yeah, it's got the big battery on the bottom of yeah. it and the flashlight. On oh the yes, yeah, yeah. like a, like the sort they use these days on train trainmen's lamps. So they're a couple of pounds. Yeah, so this could conceivably do some damage. So uh, I'm gonna try and like brain the first one. Uh, All right, let's see how. Oh, by the way, I should I should have asked though. Are they? Is the hallway wide enough that they're two abreast, or are they staggered, or are they single file? Yep. Okay. Let's see if I can explain this. So you're coming down the steps. You kind of pick up the pace. You're at your running speed. You see these two figures. You're trying to bring your flashlight in contact to see what it is you're running towards. Right. The guys are behind you. They're coming down the stairs too. So just as this is all playing out, you guys are sort of seeing this. Jerry's taking full on tilt charge at these things. Uh, your light catches them. Uh, they are lumped over, hunk, hunkered over, meaning that if they were to stand upright, you know, stand up straight, they'd probably be about seven feet tall. Uh, but at the moment, they're probably like five feet tall because they're kind of like hunched over. Um, very dark-skinned scales, big amphibious looking face to the thing big googly eyes oh uh, boy. Uh, their hands are wed uh, they have sharp claws on them um, so this is obvious to me now that I've charged them I'm yep, not this is like as you're right. like running all these details <laughs> yeah. are coming in yeah. at you um, yeah. so we're probably not quite seeing this yet as Jerry's running in or are we kind catching of the timing is all yep yeah. Yeah. Um, the the you asked about the hallway. So the hallway is approximately ten feet. You know, it's fairly thin, and they're they're larger creatures, uh, but they are staggered somewhat. So there's like one yeah. slightly in the front of the other one, and slightly to the side. So there's definitely a first one. Well, that's right. the one I am <laughs> yeah. going for. All right. Uh. Anybody else want to say what they would like to do? You're, well, you're I'm maybe the quick. last person to see them. But if they, yeah. start, if Jerry starts yelling, I'm going to assume something's up. I'd like to go back to Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I kind of want to respond to what Jerry's doing. I mean, what are you doing, Jerry? Are you shouting? Are you are you running for them? I think you said you're running for them. But what what what's your kind of? I'm not do? shouting. Mm. because I'm afraid that if I do, Larry will run away, and he has the keys. So I'm hoping that he'll be behind me before he realizes that he might not want to be. Otherwise, we might not be able to get in the basement at all. So, But you, you know, are charging them, yeah? I am charging them. I mean, I'm certainly not trying to be quiet, uh, but I'm not making a battle cry. I'm not shouting to... Uh, what are they? I'm just attacking the. the okay, well, I'm, I'm guessing we would see Jerry kind of go for it, right? In front of us and the lamp yeah. flashing as he's moving. And, right. and so I'm, tr I'm trying to hold my torch so I can see what's going on. But if I see him bolting, you know, for something or somebody, I just do the same. I think I probably do let out a bit of a cry because I'm just like on edge. Is, yeah. You know, like, 
go, you know, and just start running. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm, know. <laughs> Luckily, I brought my fillet yeah. knife. <laughs> do, you, do I hear Tug say what's happening? Yeah, yeah I think I, mean, I yell it. Yeah. yeah, I say we have to get past them. Who? <laughs> Remember, I'm in the back. Yeah. I haven't seen anything uh, yet. By that point, I've probably hit it with the flashlight. But if I have time to get two more words out, I'll probably just say, "You'll see." <laughs> okay. So what you secrets during this time? <laughs> <laughs> Jasper, uh, what are you up to? Because you're in front of me a little bit. Well, I'm kind of slowing down. Because the fact that um, uh, Rex isn't pulling towards something, the fact that Rex is behaving apprehensively is now sort of deflating my desire to go there. Because I think I'm running away from something bad at this point. <laughs> and now Rex is intimating that I might be running towards something bad as well. <laughs> so in my mind now I'm thinking, we're surrounded. Mm. This isn't a good thing. Do I want to rush in or do I want to find out what's going on beforehand? Well, I'm a fool, so I'm rushing. dithering. That's, that's the word I was groping for. I'm dithering. I'll maybe pass Jasper and just follow Jerry's lead, I think, and just try and push through whatever, if it is an obstacle, you know, if yep. they're trying to stop us. Yep. And Tug, anything in particular? You're just sort of, like, confused. Well, if, if I actually see the things... Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to immediately assume that these monsters are the Miko. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to see, it's the Miko! I'm going to yell it, and I'm going to try to get ahead so I can stab at them. Okay. All right. Uh, like running, you're like pushing past Jasper. Well, they're all in my way. Yep. So, so, so you're just trying to get by them and get to the fray. Right, and, and push them out of the way, or push them into safety. But Yep. I, I, that'll take a couple of rounds for me to get up there. Okay. Yep. All right, Jerry, give me a sense. Are you trying to, what are you trying to do? You're trying to just clock him in the head with the flashlight? That is exactly what I'm trying to do. I mean, once I, originally, when I thought it might be people, the goal yeah. was just to knock it, knock it out or knock him down. Uh, now that I know what it is, mm -hmm. uh, my intention is to uh, destroy it if possible. I mean, I understand that I need presumably the most force I'm capable of to completely squash its brain because it's a monster, right? Okay. Um, you know what? I'm trying to remember. Last episode, I'm pretty sure you grabbed a bottle of champagne. Empty oh, that's right, because I wanted to have a weapon. Wow, I appreciate you remembering. I will uh, give you the opportunity. Do you want to switch that up from the flashlight to the bottle? Of... Um, well, that is your only light source, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, well, I'm glad you remembered. So, in that case, yes, everyone else should be able to see a lot more clearly because the light isn't going all crazy. But I'm not shining. But I'm not shining it like right at the horrifying faces either, because <laughs> I want people here not freaked out. I'm trying to shine it so they can see where the where the bodies are. Okay. Uh, well, 
I think yeah. in my case, I'm trying to dazzle yeah. them and shine it right in their face. <laughs> so probably spoil that a bit, but yeah. Because okay. I'm All guessing right. the corridor's dark, pretty dark, right? So yes, it, it was pitch black. Um, yeah. So, so if we ooh. shine a torch right in their eyes, they're going to be blinded even for a few moments. You know. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um. So go ahead, Jerry. Let's do a brawl roll for it. Uh, but I'm definitely still aiming for the head. Yep. Okay. So. Um. I'm just deciding uh, if it's worth spending the. Uh, let's see. Is um. Is it possible to push something in combat, or does that have to be a situation of an ex some kind of extended role that you could do something else about or try harder or something? Um, push combat, but if the, if you failed, uh, the consequences are much worse. Um, can fact, you? Uh, I, believe, I believe Jeff can actually tell you what the consequences will be before you make the push. Mm -hmm. uh, can you spend luck after you have pushed or not? I don't think you can do both. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Joel? I would tend to agree with that. Maybe not both. Um, I never used to allow luck for combat, but now I do. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and spend the luck then, um, which means that I succeed. Okay. Uh, is there a limit on how much luck you can spend at once? No, I used to limit that too, but now it's right. just, you know, use it now and you might. Yeah, you might wish you hadn't. Right. Later on, so it's always a gamble. Uh, although I am curious, how much luck are you spending? I am spending 17 points. Ooh, okay. That's a lot. The most you can get back per session is 10. I have 28 left. All right. And I have well, 80, you have none left, so, yeah. <laughs> All right. You, uh, you clock this thing on the head. It, um, it tried to swing at you, because clearly it saw you coming, so it wasn't like yeah. a surprise attack. Um, surprise in the sense that you did attack, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, some, some crazy guys coming at him with a, you know, with a bottle. So yeah, you, you clocked them on the head. Roll damage. Um, you have damage for a bottle. I'll treat it. Uh, I didn't remember I had the bottle, so I didn't look that up. Uh, do you know? 1d8 for a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a club? Kush. Kush, yeah. Well, does it do more damage because it's a bottle that might break? Eh, if it breaks, maybe we could treat it as a small, a medium knife. So, I suppose whether it breaks uh, relates to how much damage it does, or is there a percentage chance that it breaks? Um, I think, like for instance, the wall to your right, the outside walls are brick walls. So if you tell me you're going to smash it and use it like a knife, I would allow that. But like for right now, you're just using it as a no. Club. For okay, I see. so it's not going to break just because I hit it with it. Probably not. Uh, and not when when I only did two points of damage, I extra think it probably doesn't not break. You okay. said one d eight, right? I rolled yep. two. Champagne bottles are quite sturdy. Yeah, 
definitely a lot of pressure. Isn't there a really good video with the queen trying to get a yeah. at the side of a ship with the bottle and it just won't break? Yeah. All right. Uh, Danny, I think. Uh, in case it wasn't clear, by the way, though, Jeff, yeah. I'm not planning to stand and fight. I'm prepared to, uh, I realize I don't have any moves left, but if it matters to how this is set up, my intention is to hit it and get past them, okay. not to, you know, fight a duel against two frogfish monsters in the hallway. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, you might be forced to do that. But I think about that, that for your next round. I, I realize that now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, Danny, I'm going to give you the next option. What do you want to do? Okay, um, uh, I'm, I'm not good at unarmed fighting, you know, so really I'm not sure how this could work, but I really want to use uh, the mass of my body and the momentum of it all, so whether that's my size and my strength or what, I really want to do kind of what Jerry's describing, to ram one of them and try and knock, knock it off its feet and get past. So I'm kind of barging, you know, Barging it, like with my shoulder, like you know, like a uh, a football tackle or something like that. Okay. Uh, maybe use my shoulder, but while I'm running, uh, really pick up the pace. I'm trying, trying to keep the light in the creatures, whoever the first creature is, in its eyes, and just shoulder in. So let's treat it as a brawl for mm -hmm. the shoulder hit. But then yeah. I'm going to ask you to do a dex roll after that to see if you can, if you pass the dex, you'll continue forward. If you fail the dex, it'll be like you hit a brick wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Or if you get max damage. I've got, um, well, my unarmed's like 25. So is that the brawl then? Yeah, I think so. I can't, I can't use my size of 70. Mm. You should have damage bonus because of that, right? Yeah, 1d4. Yeah. Uh, well, I totally failed uh, uh, an unarmed attack. Okay. And then I'll do dex. And I failed my dex as well. Okay. What happened? I'm going to ask you. How does that play out? Well, maybe I was too intent with trying to blind the thing, you know, and I kind of slipped. Maybe there was some uh, some of the champagne on the floor that was left over in the bottle, and I and I slipped. I I didn't go on on the floor. I don't think, but um, I I maybe bump into the creature and kind of stumble ahead don't really do any damage because it was a bit of a disaster. So I'm maybe halfway between, if you said they were staggered, I'm maybe halfway between, maybe past the first one, but somewhere around where the second one is. Mm -hmm. um, potentially on my way to hitting the deck, I don't know. Okay, so I'll just say that you maybe uh, slightly off balance, maybe uh -huh. uh, kind of missed the first one. Your, yep. your, um, your momentum carried you through but now yeah. you're kind of stuck between the two of them. So there's one in front of you and there's one right behind you. 
Yeah. Um, at the same moment, there's this thump, 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 and the, you're hearing this thump as you hear Tug coming running down the hallway behind you. Yay, Tug, come on, Tug. My knife. Tug, what, do you, what would you like to do? All right, well, if I see this thing in front of me, and once again, I'm assuming that it is Amigo, but from your description, I think it's more like that thing. <laughs> um, I can see its face, and I'm going to take the knife and just jam it right up into the things like right here. Mm, okay. If I can. All right, sure. I'm in, that's, that's definitely brawl. And I got a 76, which is not a pass. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, just remembered. Outnumbered. I just died to flop back on around. One bonus die. <gasps> Let's rewind, actually go back to Danny, too. Sorry. <laughs> Danny <laughs> just Okay, so the second um, one was a fail as well. That's what I thought. It was written in the stars. Go ahead, Tug, bonus die. Ooh, 50, which Ooh. is, in this case, where's my problem? Come on, Tug. 65, yes, so 50 out of 65. Okay, nice damage. Ah, uh, that's a big knife. Uh, 1D, 4 plus 2 plus DB. Wait, where's my... 1d4 1 uh, plus 2 3 plus my uh, bonus dice which is 1d4 so 2 so 2, 4, 5 5 points 5, nice okay, uh, just for clarity I'm going to name this one number 1 and the one behind is number 2 So okay so jammed my knife into its neck. Yeah. Uh, it met some resistance. Uh, this thing's got like scales on it. And this thing looks like a fish, right? Yeah. So I thought they looked like giant lobsters, but, you know, seafood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jasper, anything? How is Rex behaving at this point? So I've been thinking about this earlier and I came up with the idea that, so imagine yourself, you're hiking through the woods, you've got your dog companion with you and suddenly you see a grizzly bear up ahead. A smart dog would probably bark, carry on, go crazy, you know, but if you were to say, get him boy, a really smart dog might realize I'm about to attack a grizzly and I don't want to do that. <laughs> Um, but I'd be happy to be talked out of that line of thinking if you, um, no, I'm, I've no intention of, I mean, can I actually see these things now? Yep. I think uh, at this point, everybody sees everything what's happening and it's clear. So it's, we need a sanity roll for that. Yep. We will do that. Yep. Um, actually, you know what? That's a great point. That's a, now that you guys have rushed in, let's go ahead and do a sanity roll for that. Oh, two. You passed, all right. Yeah, really passed. Um, <laughs> I have failed by two points. 
I am Jackie the Giant King. This is going to be um, it's going to be a zero for a pass or a 1d6 for fail. Easily passed. If this turns out to be some of Abelard's guys in costumes and the whole thing's passed, I, I can see why they didn't want me to have a, have a knife. <laughs> yeah, you just stabbed them. <laughs> I've lost two points of sanity, but I mean, thanks to like previous um, parts of... Uh, previous scenarios and things and therapy and stuff. I've actually got more sanity than I had when I started the game. Cool. So, um, you know, I'm jarred, but I'm, yeah. I think I'm dealing with it. And what happened to Larry? Yeah, he's sort of, let's do a sanity roll for him. Let's see if he reacts. 37 is a... <laughs> Larry is frozen like he's just seen a ghost. All right. So, Jasper, do you, would you like to react now? Uh, I think my immediate reaction is that I'm just going to um, uh, pull the leaf in. And, and get the dog near me, partly for his protection and partly for mine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, particularly psychologically. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, want, I want that dog right next to me. Are you um, moving forward at all, or are you just standing I'm around? attempting to see if there's a way around them. Yeah, it's not easy. They're staggered, and now you've got Danny right in the middle of them, you got Jerry to the side of the first one and Tug's right in front of the first one. So it's really kind of like bottleneck there. And Larry's um, just in front of you, standing off to the side with his arms down to the side. Okay, well, um, I've got the dog on the left side of me just to make that clear. Okay. Um, would my my cosh would have been taken away by security when I came in, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, right. <laughs> right. I've got a dog and a right hook. I don't think that's going to do very much, so I'm hanging back. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a, ter- a terrified dog mm-hmm. and a, a tight right. Okay. Let's come back around the jury then. Jerry? Uh, did, uh, it seemed like it did very much, like how did it react when it was hit in the head with a champagne bottle? Did it seem to do much damage? Not really. Um, do I think I can just get past the other one? Well, let's see. Um, One, two, or three. Danny is actually in front of you. Danny has stumbled his way in front of you. So he's sort of bottlenecked it up again where it's got the creature, Danny, then you, and then you're kind of standing next to creature number one. So so in other words, to answer your question, it's not going to be easy to get past both Danny and the creature. What's the... uh... 
minimum number of uh, rounds that it takes to uh, chant that spell. I remember what it does. I don't remember. Um, casting time is instant. Uh-huh. Instant, even. Mm -hmm. So so apparently all the correspondences of the meanings and so on were rather more elaborate than necessary. Apparently just spouting some barbarous sounding vowels that I know what they mean will do just fine. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so um, it can be used for, uh, for any skill, right? Uh, recipient gains plus one points to skill or hit points. Well, that was a typo. <laughs> right. Uh, I forget. Yeah, it was supposed to be a... Plus 10? Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, plus one. Uh, yeah, or then... something to a characteristic. Um, <laughs> right. Now... Can I be used on PAL or EDU? Right, but can it be used on oneself? Yeah, the only, um, so what I've learned, and I think I told you this one time before, what I've learned is the sanity also applies to each time you cast it. Yeah. So I'm going to say if you cast it on yourself, you're going to be rolling sanity for the casting recipient and casting it. <laughs> so you're going to get double sanity. <laughs> well, I'm not going to rely on casting out on someone else in this situation. So, and, and just to be clear, there's also the option too. You see that also, right? The, you could grant a bonus die to somebody else. Yeah. But, and I might, mm -hmm. but at the moment, uh, now can I, uh, also attack in the, since I can't get past them anyway, mm -hmm. um, can I attack in the same round? Sure. All right. So, uh, I think what everyone else would hear would be this incoherent howl of uh, mangled vowels uh, originating from Jerry, uh, who then uh, looks more focusedly combative and hits the same one again in the head. Okay. All right. Um, so... So you're casting it on yourself then? Yes. Okay. So do I want me to deal with the sanity first or the attack first? Let's just, for the sake of argument, let's do the sanity first because that could have... Right, of course. That could, right. Yeah, and I realize you may describe me experiencing something that I don't expect <laughs> to uh, experience. Uh, the intention, by the way, is to raise my brawl. Right. Okay, all right. Um, I passed the sanity check. Oh, sorry. It's not an actual, you're not rolling to pass. It's actually just, you just take the sanity damage. Okay. But I don't have to also make a sanity check. Well, that's good. Um, uh, for the second one for the uh, target. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. So it's just 1d10 sanity damage. Is that right? Uh, so for the casting, you do 1d6. Okay. Um, and I won't be mean. I'll say you passed your first one, so that's just going to be a one point for the pass. Right. So you could potentially take seven here. Right. But I take six. 
Six. That's no. still not great. <laughs> no, but I uh, don't have enough luck to have to spend it every time I try to hit it in the head either. Mm. I have more. I, how about this? I have. I have a uh, four. T I'm four times saner than I am lucky <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I realize um, that may change. So do I experience anything when I take the sanity or when I cast it? Tug, uh, Tom, do you have your cards? Uh, uh, my sanity cards? No, but I've got my chart up on the wall. Can you just give me a refresher, like some of the options are again? Like there's yeah. three. Uh, uh, if, uh, if he rolls a 1d8, one is faint, two is flee, three is hysteria, which has four hmm. options, laughter, weeping, screaming, or infection. Uh, four is amnesia. Uh, where he forgets for the last one to six hours. Then there's uh, five is psychosomatic. Uh, he has blindness, deafness, speech, no uh, lack of speech, no pain, no grip, uh, no, no, uh, his legs go numb or he loses his balance. Um, six is paranoia. He trusts no one. Seven is hallucinations, which can be a phobia or mania, significant real person, significant fictional person, or monsters. And then eight is the red mist, violence. Uh, and it's attack his surroundings, attack an object, attack the nearest foe, and attack the nearest friend. Um, Get all that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Let's do this because um, there's another important step here that I just remembered. Uh, you need to failure you need to pass your intelligence roll oh, to cast you need, it properly you need to fail it i don't know just for the what? sanity for that d6 sanity for that much you need to do a test on that okay or comprehending it um wait wait so, so the, wait hold on so there yeah. was no sanity check but there was instead this intelligence roll or yes right. the okay. intelligence roll so, I believe that's what I was dimly recalling when I tried to roll the sanity check. So since that sanity check was otherwise a useless roll. It, it wasn't. Uh, there was there was two sanity checks. Oh, okay. So I made the sanity check. You made that one. I gave that one to you. Right. That's the one point. I see. The other so, one, the six points, right. or technically the five plus the one, that's, that's going to trigger your intelligence check. Ah, and so this is what I'm making right now. Right, so that's a roll that, and this time you're looking to. Uh, uh, Tom, help you uh, out. And can luck be used on this? Can luck be used on sanity? No, on the intelligence check, um, which he's. Oh, you wanted me to fail. I wanted to fail, though, right? You want to fail. Yeah, I failed yeah. by two points. Good. I failed by two points. Okay, good. So it's just a right. damage. So it's all a moot point anyway. So you don't right. take any sanity loss for that second. This, what was it? Uh, I see. Five points. So you'll take the one. You won't take the five. Okay. Oof, right. So the tough. five were because of the of the understanding of what was happening would be yes much more horrible than what's actually happening. <laughs> right. So now, did you actually roll your attack yet? No. So let's do that. All right. Uh, that was worthwhile. Um, so I can't, uh, okay, actually, yeah, this is an extreme success. Extreme, okay. 
um, extreme is just max damage. Yeah, max damage plus max damage bonus. I don't think you have damage bonus though, do you? No. You're not big enough. No. So what do we say? D8, right? So he takes eight. Does, does that look like it hurt him? Oh, yeah. So with Tug's stab and your clomp to the head, the thing crumples to the floor. Danny, what would you like to do? I think I'm attempting to just barge past it. I think there's too much momentum in the way that, that I kind of messed up, you know? Okay. So I'm going to kind of try and barge past the other one or just avoid it and get past it. All right. So let's do, so if you're not looking to damage it, I would give you a uh, more, Yeah, more of a dodge, to be honest, you know, because what's the point? You know, I'm, I've already lost my footing. And... Okay, yeah, so let's do that then. So we'll roll it as a dodge roll then. Because mm -hmm. he, he's going to swing at you then, obviously. And that was a hard success. Ooh, and he failed. So you like do a quick little dodge underneath his clawing, swiping arm and yep. spin around. So you're behind him. Yeah. I kind of imagine my feet are all over the place and I'm just scrambling, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tug? Um, the one in well, front of you just got crumpled from Jerry. Right. Before all that happened, I was just imagining that I was grabbing a hold of it with my knife jammed in it. So if it's crumpled to the ground, I'm going to look up at the other one and lunge at it with my knife. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Well, with all these props, I feel like I should have uh, brought a champagne bottle. Uh. <laughs> uh, 29 out of 65, which is a hard. Ooh. Is a regular for me. Okay, I think we're both going to connect. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, what's your damage? Uh, six. But it's going to connect too. I'm surprised it hasn't swiped at me with its giant. Yep, no, it did. So, oh, it tried to swipe at Danny. So, no, it doesn't get an attack. So, <laughs> die, fish creature. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was my plan all along, Tug. Yep. Jasper, any uh, change in? Well, I'm I'm going to um... swoop in for the kill. I'm going to do something I, I uh, ev never thought um, I would um, ever have call to do. Um, I am going to uh, attempt to, to cast a spell. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And I will I will hold the dog tightly next to me. And I will focus in on the, the nearest of these creatures. 
and um, I will say the magic words. Easy, whizzy, let's get busy. Jasper, stop fucking around. No. <laughs> um, I, I am trying to reduce its uh, its sense of sight. Okay. This is bear with me here. This is a little bit complicated. Okay. Hopefully I didn't jump in between you and it when I <laughs> This is the first time you're casting this, correct? This is, in fact, the first time I have cast a spell in uh, any game we've ever played. Wow. Uh, so, Mick, what, what is it actually like? He can't tell you. Uh, oh. oh, I see. It's his private information. <laughs> ah. um, I'm going to ask you for a power roll. I ask you if oh. uh, I got 35, which is a pass. Did you say I need to make another one as well? Yep. If that one passed, then you're going to have to make a second. Okay. And that was an eight, which is also a pass. Wow. That sounds like an extreme, right? Uh, eight would be yes. Does that mean I lose even more magic points? No, that means you did everything the way you're supposed to. So you're going to suffer a lot. One d six sanity uh, plus one. Plus one. Oh, ah. <laughs> I just rolled a six. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. That's now I think the same temporary insanity as well. Then I think the same should apply. Then you're going to have to do an intelligence roll and try to fill it. Okay. Ninety-three. <laughs> 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 ah, you cursed. Dice, Man, thought, that could not have gone better for you. You thought you were so clever, didn't you, cursed <laughs> dice? The dog um, looks so sympathetic. <laughs> how much do um, how much do I lose in terms of magic points for casting that as well? One d three plus one, if I'm understanding you correctly. Okay. That would be three magic points lost. There. And then I'll ask you to explain what happens. Um, does it completely um, knock out that sense, or does it just um, reduce it? I think in this case it would completely knock it out. Um, okay, in that case, I have um, uh, intoned the uh, the barbarous intonation, um, and uh, the, um, the creature uh, appears to have gone blind. Yes. It lets out doing that. It lets out an awful howl as it starts to scramble and scratch at its face like something just happened. Um, 
going to come back around, I think, to Jerry then at this point. Well, I certainly attack it. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you to do an intelligence roll for real quick. An idea yeah. roll. I made it. I'll, I'll just point out that if you see this thing scrambling at its face and like covering and like it's in pain yelling, it might be better to just run past it. It's up to you. I thought about that, but I don't know how long this will last. Mm -hmm. And it might be able to come after us down or, or get my, I mean, I'm in the lead, but it's going to maybe be able to hurt other people once it wears off. So, mm -hmm. Okay. So, since I'm feeling uh, so effectively combative, I'm sure. Gonna go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um. No, I miss. Okay. Um. It. Uh... It just is fouling, so it, it like, you know, uh, an arm shot out towards your general direction, but it was like not uh, not anywhere close. Wait, I have a question, two questions. Do I not get a bonus die of some kind, both because A, it's blind, and B, it's outnumbered? Um, the blindness affects my rolls, and the first attack does not get the benefit of being outnumbered, so you're getting the first attack. First attack in every round doesn't get the, or the first attack on on a particular target. Uh, for like each round, I think. Okay. So like, had you gone right after? Right. No, you're at the top of the round, so it resets, I think. Okay. So like, if you hit it, then Danny gets. A oh, I see. Right. So, okay, so I miss. Yep. Danny, you're behind it. What do you want to do? So beyond where I am, is there a door? Uh, the or stairway leading down, yeah. There's no door. Right. Um, I think as I'm looking back, one thing crosses my mind in all the madness that um, Abelard wanted to capture the Meagle. So if this is a Meagle, then... I mean, I can't capture it. I've not got any rope or, you know, although there's a lot of us. But maybe maybe kind of a, a, a slide to a halt when I realize something's happened and it's struggling. I see Jerry going for it and it, nothing happens. So I think I'm probably close enough to try and swipe it with my foot to just trip it up. Okay. To try and knock it off its feet, you know, while it seems to be distraught. Okay. Sounds a little bit cruel to me, but that's all right. Um, but then we can maybe capture it. Okay. So. so go ahead. That's, I'm going to consider that a maneuver. Danny, do you say anything out loud about your intentions? Fall, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I rolling here? Um, I'm, I'm going to count this as a maneuver. You're trying to trip it. Well, remember, I'm kind of on top of it with my knife jammed in it. So. Oh, that was the first one. You haven't attacked the second one, I don't think. Yes, I did. Yeah. I got six points damage. I told you that I lunged off the other you're one. You're right. You're right. I apologize. Yep. 
So. All right, okay. So that changes things. I, I was forgetting that that tug. Um, does, does, that, does that mean that it was still within the uh, rounds of damage that would uh, produce an outnumbering bonus, or not? In other words, think, has it come back around to tug? I don't so, think so because it didn't really attack tug. So it would it be dangerous? Would it, would it be dangerous? Would it look dangerous for me to try and do that while tug's fighting it? Or no, I'm no. a bit, no. No, no dangers. Just whether or not you want to make the okay. rules. That's all. Okay. All right. I'll I'll give it a go. Uh, it's a pass. All right. So I'm just gonna say you uh, managed to get your feet in there and trip this thing up, and uh, it kind of like falls to the to its knees, mm -hmm. and then tug. It'll be up to you whether or not you want to. I'm gonna use all my strength to you know, grab a hold of it if I've got it by the head or whatever and just jam my knife in again. Okay. So no no Mr. Nice Guy for Tug. <laughs> it's trying to kill us. 34. So 34 is uh, not quite half. Uh, okay, regular. Pass. Okay, so roll damage. Every time I roll a one, so one plus four plus one. I'm sorry, one plus four points. This time. Four. I've done less less damage every time, probably because I'm bending my knife. Mm -hmm. All right, so your knife goes in. You definitely are like seeing damage here. I mean, this thing is not in good shape. Is it is it leaking blood or some you know red yeah, this, blood this or is like it like something else? Gray dicker. <laughs> it's screaming in pain. It's fumbling around with its eyes. It can't see. I'm shouting it to capture it. Don't don't kill it. Capture. Let's capture it. I'll come back to Jasper. Anything you want to do? I'm gonna do um, I am. I'm not listening to anything you're saying. I'm going to kill this fucking thing. I, I'd like to try and just sneak past the one I've blinded. Okay. Um, While yeah. dragging a barking dog with me. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you for a dex, just don't get a crit fail. Seven. <laughs> I'll say that counts for right Another now. extreme. Nice. Well done. I've picked you up the dog. Nimbly just go. <laughs> um, Getting some good dice rolls tonight. Come That's back around to you, Jerry. A bit bad in a minute. Um, and this thing is, if it stood up, it'd be seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. Well, and potentially you stronger or empowered just now, Jerry. Yeah, but it, it's uh, on its knees right now, mm -hmm. with my knife in its throat or chest or whatever. I have a. 
this might be a long shot, but I have to ask just because what Danny said. Um, if I successfully make a biology check, would I know how you would knock a fish unconscious without killing it? <laughs> I mean, like... With a heavy instrument. Yeah. Well, which I ha right, I have a blunt weapon, so it's conceptually it's not ridiculous, but I realize these aren't people. So apparently just like hitting in the head isn't just going to knock it out. Uh, if they look so much like fish, maybe biology would give me some idea, or maybe that's pointless. Uh, I will just say that if you express your intent to me, I'll let you roll that. But if you roll max damage, then no. Ah, well, good. I will try it. So anything other than max damage, I'll give you the, you know, you can be a non-lethal blow. All right. Might be pulling up a little D&D rolls there. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. I apparently uh, haven't quite adjusted to whatever it feels like to be uh, magically empowered uh, and keep rolling worse and worse. So <laughs> I just completely miss. Okay. Hopefully you don't hit me in the head. <laughs> it wasn't a fumble, All, but I don't know. I don't know, Jeff. Is a, is any miss in melee likely to hit your friends? Or does it have to be a fumble? Okay. No, I just whiffed, probably because I didn't realize it was going to go down on its knees, maybe. Yep. Danny? Uh, I don't know. The thing's taken out. Tanking, you know, taking a turn. <laughs> I, th I think I'm. Uh, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just making a power roll and shouting at Tug. Stop, Tug. <laughs> capture it. I think he already rolled, so he's he's ignoring you. Yeah, but I've got power as well. Gonna try to roll. Okay, I rolled no, five no. too. So again, I failed. I failed. <laughs> All right, Tug. What are you gonna do? Um, I'm just going to keep jamming the knife into it. The words of Mortal Kombat enter your head. Finish him. <laughs> it's because it's got all it's these turning into a prison fight now, isn't I'm it? Just, I'm just holding on to it, just going like this. So. Fatality. <laughs> um, however, that time I miss. I got okay. Four. All right. You guys are just going to drag this out then. Glancing over its scaly hide. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's do this then. Who wants to kill it? Tug, right? Yeah, I, I'm not thinking straight. So I just want to stop it from living. <laughs> <laughs> um, if that's the same thing as killing it, then. <laughs> fish and chips for dinner tonight. I'm not going to stop unless it manages to injure me and throw me away from it. I'm not going to stop. All right, let's, let's just bring it down to you and me then. Nope, he fails. He can, he swung at you. Go ahead and attack. 24. Yeah, that's yep. a hard. Hard, regular damage? Yeah. Oh. Four. And three, seven, eight, nine, nine points of damage that time. That's enough. So I've got, got the fish. 
Danny, you see the rage in his eyes that near please did not register at all. It's a little bit frightening. Yeah. I'm thinking this could be trouble if Tug can't keep control. And if you want me to do a sanity roll, I just rolled a nine. I'm completely sane. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most disturbing thing about it, Tug. Yes, right. All right, let's come back to whoever. Does anybody want to see if they could snap Larry out of it? Yes, that was my next thought. So. Okay. Hit him with the bottle. <laughs> I'll take care of Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Larry. He was such a nice guy. Just take his fucking keys. Come on, Larry. It's all right. It's safe now. Let's go. What does that require, Jerry? Uh, or Jerry, Jeff, a power roll or what? He might run. Take his keys. I'm he, about to. If I can, is, but I don't. Is he holding his keys? Are they in an obvious place? Uh, yeah, I think he probably had them in his hand the whole time. Okay. Well, um, I'll just take. If he lets me, I'll just take his keys. All right. He's he's phased. He's like, what? Huh? So, you know, you're like, come on, come on, Larry. And he, oh, yeah. he follows you. Right. He, you know, you know, you take the keys okay. out of his hand. He does Perfect. it. Right. He's just, so he's just following along behind Good. you. Guys. So I uh, resume my uh, former haste and go down the stairs. Okay. I, I smile right. at Larry and I say, I thought you were people were used to this sort of stuff. <laughs> what sort of stuff is this sort of stuff? Killing monsters. Well, what the hell are those things? No one said anything about like fishmen things. They're Miko. They change their shape all the time. They can just well, they can just turn into anything they want. Oh, um, what you said that mist net's going to be if they can turn into fish? A fish net. <laughs> well, I guess. Scaling, you just get a descaling knife. All right, I think you were. So I'm curious, I want to see Jasper. Can you do an intelligence roll? Oh, just 64 out of 70. message do you know that you personally me personally as a, as a player yeah as a player i know that yes but my character okay. does okay right all right um okay we'll come back to it all right, um, continuing on, running down to the basement. Jerry, you're in the lead. You have the keys. You uh, get to the door. The door is actually knocked off the hinges, the, the fire escape door. Um, when you get to the door of the basement area, uh, it's closed, but it's, it's not locked. So you, you can easily enter in. Um, it's all wait, 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 wait. Easily enter in, yes. But if it's not locked, and it's of course supposed to be locked, uh, 
this might be an occasion for stealth. Okay. Now, of course, I realize I'm, I'm relying on a flashlight, uh, but I'll uh, shut the light off first to see if there's any light already coming from the basement. Is there? There are. Um, yes, there are lights on. Uh, I wait for my eyes to adjust and try to stealthily enter the basement in a non-key jingling kind of way by putting the keys in the pocket in the least jingling way that I can think of. Okay. But I keep the flashlight at the ready uh, in case I need to switch it on for whatever reason, and I still have my trusty champagne bottle. Okay. So, yes, this is a time for... Oh, but uh, I hold up... Uh, holding up the bottle looks like I'm going to hit something. Um, I try to just sort of motion. Uh, I'll hold it low, right? Like sort of low to everyone to... Are there people right behind me or am I like yeah. way in the front? Okay. Yeah, they're right behind So I'll hold it and then sort of maybe with the flashlight hand try to... And... I'll be stealthy, okay? Okay. Does that require a stealth check? Sure. Okay. Um, that's an extreme success. Nice. So, assuming my eyes have adjusted, what can I see down there? Um, so you you open the door. You just, um, you're going in. Well, I'd like to look. Cautiously through it's just like it's it's like so it's late at night, right? It's you know uh, it, There's not really anybody there working, but like people leave their lights on right? Actually, this is a lab. So there's okay probably experiments in the process. So there's some ambient light basically Okay, not, not every light in the basement is turned on is what I'm trying to say, right? So can I what can I get a look at before I start creeping around in there? It's it's all quiet and empty. It seems like there's nothing nothing or nobody here uh, does that tell? Does telling me it's quiet include uh, an automatic listen check? Or yep, yep, I'm just telling. You. Well, um, what what's the layout like? The first room is like a uh, uh, it's a lobby for the research department, and then it uh, opens up into there's a door that leads into like the main lab area, which you guys had the tour of earlier. Oh, that's right. That's where you saw the creatures and yeah. the, the tanks of water. Right. right? Um, and then there's another room where there's a workspace. And in that room is where the gun cabinet is. Get that guns. So I'm uh, going to stealthily make my way in the uh, shortest way I can, unless it involves little places where something could be hiding and jump out at me. Okay. Uh, the, I think I think um, just with everything, Danny just runs in and starts searching everywhere. <laughs> I start. You know? fo I follow right behind him. Uh, to searching everywhere, like in the lab area. I mean, yeah. I'm just. I don't know. Did Did we know where the guns were? I'm just looking for the guns. Really, you know. I'll just say that one of you, or maybe all of you, noticed it in the tour that it's in that that one room. Yeah. So. Can can I ask as we pass the 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 um, glass container the the water, uh -huh. you know, for the are the creatures still in there? They're not. 
that's the ones that are up, we just attacked. Right. Uh, so I shout that to Tug. They came out of the tanks. The guns are through there. Get my guns! Uh, Tug. Jerry, this way, bring the key. It's going on. So, Jeff, I'm already doing what I'm doing. Um, okay. And I'm not actually even responding to this manic, this way, <laughs> keys, business. I'm just doing what I'm doing. Because it's not like they can, they're not going to open it without the keys. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it could open you without the keys. <laughs> <laughs> so when Jerry eventually turns up, Tug and, and Danny are standing there like us. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> Uh, the one thing I was oh, saying... Oh, I thought, I say, uh, I, originally when you were making so much noise, I thought maybe you were trying to uh, attract a diversion in case there was anything lurking down here. I didn't realize you were just trying to get my attention. Jerry, those creatures came out of those tanks. They were already in here. And I noticed the tanks. That doesn't mean they're the only experiments down here. Yeah, so we need the guns quick. So I stop bantering and open the gun case. Okay. I'm imagining a claw of arms and hands reaching in. Everybody's trying to grab their guns and get the... Uh, is by chance my lightning gun in the cabinet? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, or are they playing with that somewhere, experimenting with it? They're probably experimenting on that. Yeah. I think I'm I'm just gonna grab a pistol or a revolver. Okay. I'll get whatever I check that it's loaded and that's about it. Okay. Whatever I've been trained on in the last couple of days. Okay. I don't yeah. care about anything else. I'm getting my pistol and looking for extra ammo. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if I can get uh, the rifle I was practicing with. Uh... But I'm keeping the knife. No, I was practicing. I was practicing with with handguns actually, but I'd want a rifle, so I try to get the best rifle I can, mm -hmm. uh, and whatever ammo I can fit in the pockets of the jacket. Okay. And at le and uh, I mean, are there are more than we can carry? Like, are there extra handguns? Yes. Okay. Well, I take. Two handguns. Take all of it. <laughs> I'm picturing you like carrying it like arms and loads. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't do us any good. But. Right. Uh, actually, Jeff, is there a really small handgun also? Like a, like a sort of, I don't know. Sure. What is it, a Derringer? A little? Yep. Yeah, I'll put that one, I'll, I'll take one of those two and put it in my coat pocket. So you're, you're carrying the a rifle? The other guns are at my belt, right? So you're carrying a rifle and what? Three guns now, or two, still two? Uh, the little pistol in the coat pocket. Okay. And uh, two at the belt. Two at the belt and the rifle. Yeah, I'm setting the champagne bottle down. Okay. All right. Uh, everybody's loaded up then. I have a 32 caliber. That's all. And my okay. knife. Gotcha. Um, Danny, do I need to ask you to do an intelligence role in regards to the water tanks? 
you know what no, I'm trying I, to say? Uh, no, I real um well, I realised those creatures climbed out of the water tanks. Yep. So uh, that's what I was shout. That's what I was saying to Jerry. Um, the only issue we might have, you know, when, once we all start loading up with guns, I'm like, was there any more tanks? Because there was two creatures. Was there more than that? I can't remember. There was a total of eight tanks. Oh boy. I said, guy. Well, I just explained to the guys. We better start looking for these other tanks in case they've escaped or they're already roaming. Well, now we got to go upstairs and rescue people. Upstairs. Guns. Yep. If you see a fishman, shoot him between the eyes. If you see a fishman, shoot it to disable it. Surely Mr. Abelard wants them alive back in their tanks. Fuck Mr. Abelard. I want everybody to survive that's human. They can get more fish people. Jasper, you notice that Rex kind of pulls you a little bit and fallen down behind one of the desks is one of the one of the security guards. And he's basically been like torn in half. Oh, Christ. Go ahead. Roll the dice. <laughs> Jasper, yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Danny's not looking in that direction. Oh, I've rolled a, 30, <laughs> I've rolled a 13. I'm just like, yeah, it's just another dead guy. <laughs> I see a lot of them these days. Mm-hmm. You were prepared. All right, what are you guys doing? Let's uh, let's back get back upstairs. upstairs. I have a feeling that I simply bolt for the door and go right back upstairs. I'm not even waiting for them, and I've got that gun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll follow Chuck then. Oh, uh, I do p- bother to load the rifle <laughs> and the okay. pistols. Is there by chance flashlights down here? Ooh. Go ahead, Are there? Okay. Because I can't run back in the dark, obviously. Um, no, I didn't pass my luck ball. Uh, who doesn't have a flashlight down here, by the way? I think it's Tug and Jasper and Larry. Larry has an unlit candle. And the dog. uh, and is there anyone? Uh, did Jasper not get a firearm? No, I, I picked up a pistol. You did. Does anyone not? So everybody has a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but just so Jasper has a pistol. Okay. Yeah. I give Jasper the flashlight because. Well, I can't you see, the, the, the problem is, I've, I've, in my other hand, I've got a dog. Uh, um, give me the flashlight. Yeah. It's a small okay, dog. Well, so in that case, I run to catch up with Tug and give because he's run off with no light, right? And give him the flashlight. All right. Okay. I've got the flashlight. Okay. So now that I've caught up to Tug to give him the flashlight, I'm with Tug, and I guess we're both headed upstairs, right? Yeah. And I'm going to yell out, Does anybody need our help? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just carry the dog. Danny's shouting up to you, Tug. They could have killed everybody upstairs. That's why I'm finding out if anybody's still alive. Go, go, go. We should get back up to the fourth floor. That's where we heard the gunshot. Shoot anything that looks fishy. Or spidery or, or crabby or, or or like those things that were on the table. Oh, my God. Were those things still on the table? The half-human things? I guess I didn't look, so. Um, the, the snowman or the, uh, whatever. Those things with red <laughs> fingers, I think. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, you would, I don't know. Yeah. All right. You, you said two different things. You said I didn't look and I... I didn't look. I didn't look. Okay. All right. Um, All right. You are running up the steps. Your intent is to save the remaining people, dispatch the other enemies. You get to the fourth floor. It's all quiet. Uh, but you hear a commotion above you coming from the fifth floor. Okay. Keep so going. We want to at least look in the conference room where we were. Is that on the fourth floor or the fifth floor? That was on the fifth. Okay. Fourth floor was basically where staff was. Okay. So we head up then to the fifth yeah. floor. They're after Abelard. Okay. Okay. Uh, you get to the steps, to the fifth floor. You go up those steps. You're now on the fifth floor, and you can see two of those creatures in front of you. And they're smashing at the door to get in. I am going to just walk up to the closest one, put the gun to its head, and pull the trigger. <laughs> okay. All right. It might react still if they're not blind. Of course. Of course. So, yeah. Look at large eyes. And their eyes are on their sides, so they can see. <laughs> All right. The large, unblinking eyes. If yeah. it turns, if it turns at me, I'm pointing it straight at the the, the head. So. Okay. Let's see if it notices. Are you going to stealth it at all? You're just no. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if you notice stealth. Jeff. Yeah. He he sees you coming. If Hug is not trying to stealth then I'm going to try to shoot the other one as quick as I can before Tug is in the range such that if I missed, I'd hit Tug. I think I'm between you and it. We're in a hallway, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I mean, the sooner I shoot, the better my chances are of not hitting you. So. Sorry, you said you're shooting at the other one? So there's two. Tug's going after number the one. Other one. You're going after number yeah, two. Yeah, I'm not going to shoot the one that Tug's going after because... Okay. Uh, first of all, it's redundant. Second of all, the chance of hitting Tug is probably higher. Okay. So, uh, Tug, go ahead. Roll. Thirty-five, uh, which is not quite half. Okay. Damage. Uh, it's a thirty-two caliber. So let's see, thirty-two caliber. That's an odd size. Uh, one d eight. Did you grab your cush again, Jasper? Um, no, I've just got the gun. I did seven points of damage. Okay. You did it nicely. Uh, Jerry, you said you were going to shoot at number two. Go ahead. Uh, so is only a zero one truly critical? Because I rolled a zero two. It's definitely a extreme but uh, I don't think like it really it might be. matters actually it's just as long as you get extreme uh, okay so now I had now I was not I don't think we actually specified what kind of rifle they got for me I just wanted the best rifle <laughs> so that they could get so well just for the sake of time do you have the stats for what you had before I think it was um, D10 yeah, or something yeah, well, it was a, I thought there was a D10 plus something Plus. Plus, I mean, if, if yeah. you have it on your stats, yeah. in other words, yeah. I don't want to waste time. It was a D10 plus five, as far as I recall. Okay. Good. So I don't have to roll, right? You still have to roll to hit, yep. I did. I rolled a zero, two. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. Yep. So damage? 
So should do uh, 15. Uh, okay, right. So it's crit. Uh, you still uh, impale. So it's 15 plus a dice roll. Ah. Hold on. Hold on. Don't even bother. <laughs> headshot. Yeah. Headshot. You both got Danny? headshots. You just did a better job than I did. Danny or Jasper? I, I would just be, if I'm behind Tug or alongside Tug, I would, as long as there's no danger of shooting Tug, I'd shoot the same creature he's shooting anyway. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, pass. Okay. And okay. damage is six. Uh, it drops to the floor. Is it moving? Yes. It's like a wheezing, wheezing breath out of the holes in its chest. Let's make sure there's none, no other ones about. Well, you said there were only four, so. Or was there only four? Four tanks. No, there was more than that. Oh, were there? There yeah. was eight, eight tanks. Oh, okay. Let's keep searching, guys. Well, I'm going to put my foot on it and shove it out of the way and uh, knock on the door. Mr. Abelard, Mr. Abelard, are you okay? Okay. Uh, you hear um, Murdoch from the other side of the door. He's like, he's just, Tug, is that you? It's tugging the rest of us. We got the weapons. You hear him uh, sliding things out of the way. And uh, he eventually opens up the door. The door's been like damaged, but it's not, you know, there's like claw marks and scratches. But yep, he opens the door. We killed four Miko so far. He's shocked. Jerry, you got some spare guns? Yeah, I... I um... I also I, said they uh, look like fish people. Right. Okay. I hand I, I, I hand uh, Murdoch uh, one of the, the pistols. Is uh, Mr. Abelard in there also? Uh, he's back in the conference room. Wait. Oh, this oh is we just got room. in the... That's right. We just Okay, so I hand Murdoch one of the pistols. I say, uh, assuming, assuming those uh, fish things you had in your tanks were Migo, that is, because that's where they came out of, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. How important yeah. is it to uh, get one alive and back in its tank? Uh, that's always important to Mr. Ambulot. Well, as long as it's not jeopardizing anyone's safety, that's. Well, there's four left. And uh, we heard a gunshot from the fourth floor on our way down. Uh, it was silent now, so. Mm -hmm. There may not be anyone left alive there. Okay. We got to so go find anybody who's left alive. Yep. So Murdoch is like, you know, I, I can't leave Abelard, so I'm afraid this is on you guys. Okay, we'll get a bonus for that. Let's keep going, guys. Yep. Uh, I uh, give him uh, the uh, s smaller pistol. Okay. Also for Mr. Abelard. I say, uh, in case Mr. Avalard wanted something. Okay. Thank you. You uh, do you have anything else uh, we can use to subdue one? How how are we how are we going to uh, restrain one and get it back in the tank? That's up to you guys. 
where's the power? That's a good question. Nobody thought of that when you were down there. <laughs> Is it all the way in the basement? Fuck. Yeah, that's what. That's why Larry went with you. Is Larry still with us? Yeah, he's not. Make, make, an, make an intelligence roll for Larry. <laughs> um, go ahead. Let's do a group luck roll. Uh, how does that work? Everybody do a luck roll, and I'm looking for the majority of you to pass. I rolled a nine, um, should I admit that I rolled a 95? Yes. <laughs> Extreme success. Three passes, one fail. Nice. Uh, yeah, as you all are like looting each other, like, where's Larry? I thought you had him. I thought you had him. Suddenly Apparently, a 95 is so bad, I don't even Larry realize Larry's important. Yeah. Uh, the power comes back on. Ah, uh, Larry. <laughs> now they can see where Larry is. Yep. Um, all right, let's go. Yep. Uh, but I want to. I want to take note as I step out of the door back into the hallway. Mm -hmm. Are the dead fish people still there? Yes. I thought they dissolved, and I say that to people as I as I walk out. I thought that these things were supposed to dissolve. Uh, maybe take a while, Tug. Come on, let's go. Uh, Tug, I don't think these amigo. Don't know, but they stink like fish. Let's keep going. What? What? what well, I'm not even going to ask. I'm just going to go. Okay. How are we going to get one of those restrained? Shoot it and. Knock it out. Shoot it in the leg. Sounds shoot good. It, shoot it in the face and ask questions later. All right. Let's uh let's see if we can uh get as many alive as we can. Let's uh yeah, like you said, let's start with aiming for the legs. Okay. Maybe we can all okay. maybe I can come up, maybe I can uh brain them from uh brain them while they're disabled. Um I think getting out of this is going to be more dangerous than the mission. <laughs> mission will be a piece of cake. You currently have two options now that the power's back on. Do you want to go back in the stairwell or do you want to take the elevator? Oh, I don't like the elevator. Stair, stair, let's, I don't think that taking the elevator would even occur to Jerry. That sound, seems like such a terrible idea. I want to be able to see something coming. I don't want a door to go like that and suddenly there's... <laughs> well, okay. so we start with the fourth floor and work our way back down? Now, is there, are there more floors up? There's the one more floor, which is a large private suite. Well, we know that the things got up this far. We don't know yeah, if they got up far. We missed, we missed four, though. We didn't check four because we came straight up. We also didn't check the floors themselves. Mm -hmm. So we've got to, because those things could be anywhere on the on the four floors. Below. We, we need we need to do this floor. Once we've done this floor, are we doing four? Yeah. And we go together and we watch behind us and ahead of us and we make sure that we yeah. shoot anything that we're like we're like commandos at this point. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Seal okay. team six. Or maybe more like Charlie's Angels, one or the other. <laughs> All right. Uh, heading down to the fourth floor, who's point? I think I am. Okay. That makes sense. Jerry, number two? Yeah. Danny, number three? Jasper, number four? Both Rex? And okay. I, I, say to, I say to Jerry and Danny, if you say down, 
I'll hunker down and you can shoot right over my head. All right. Whatever's ahead of me. Okay. All right. You make it down to the fourth floor. The door has been knocked off the hinges. Um, seems to be all quiet. Yeah, fishy, 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 fishy. <laughs> oh, it's just there too is quiet. a smell. Ah. There is a smell. I don't think that's the kind of lure they respond to, Doug. We follow the smell. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to be stealthy. Um, I'm hoping uh, Tug gets the hint. Yeah, I'm, I'm not shouting anymore. Okay. Tug, what are you doing? Well, I think my tactic would be as, as long as I can see ahead of me, mm -hmm. I know there's nothing there. So if I get to a door, I'll kick it open and be ready to shoot. And if there's nothing inside, then I'll move on ahead to the next door. Kind of like you'd see in the movie, but it just seems natural the natural way to do it. I'm not, a, I don't know, mm -hmm. that stuff, but. And I'll try, I failed my stealth check. I'm trying to position myself so that when Tug do, does that, I could shoot uh, properly. And I'm probably distracted by the attempt to uh, position properly, and I'm not being as quiet as I think I am. And the lights are on, so if something yep. pops out into the hallway, it'll see us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As long as we see it first. Yep. All right. So you open a door to the first, to the fourth floor. There's a kind of a long hallway that leads straight ahead of you. There's a hallway just off to your left, and a little bit at the end of the hallway, it also goes to the left. So it's basically it's the same floor plan on every single floor. It's basically what you're familiar with from the four, from the fifth floor that you were on. Um, so it's basically like a little island, couple rooms, and then there's the rooms are all around it. So the hallway just does a complete circle. It um, also seems to make sense to me that there would be some marks on the floor. Yeah, exactly, and that's or what I'm just water, a slime yeah. trail. <laughs> yep, exactly. The uh, there is a body at the end of the hallway. You can see at the end of the hallway, laying on the floor, uh, does not appear to be moving at all. And then as you walk forward a little bit to look down the hallway to your left, you see two of those creatures are uh, hunched over another, what you assume is another body. Hunched over a body. Um, Tug, duck, and shoot. Like, get down on your knee and shoot, and we'll all shoot. Okay, remember, we're aiming for the leg. Yeah. Yeah. So can we take one round at least to aim to hit that? Thing in the knee or something um i think since jerry already failed a stealth roll i'm not going to make you guys roll so they have heard you right so they look up and they see you so but I'm they're gonna... still what 30 feet from us down the hall yeah that's true yeah so we can yeah, take the time I'll to... give you that i'll give you that i just say come on time. come on you fish creature yeah it just gives them time to stand up and start heading towards you guys uh, and Jeff, I was I was looking at the wrong thing on the gun before. It didn't matter, uh, but it's really two uh, D six plus four. Okay. So that's the correct. Assuming you want it to be the same as the other gun, so two okay. D six plus four. Yep. Um, oh, it's the Lee Enfield. Um, all right. So I shoot. Uh, well, I'm sorry. You tell Go me. Ahead. Yep. I I, sh I got a thirty seven, uh, which is. Uh, Oh crap, my guns are not very good at all. Mm -hmm. I miss. 
I missed from this far away. Okay. Unfortunately, I your, also missed. Even with your bonus die of aiming? Uh, oh. Oh. Um, and uh, how does the bonus die work again? You just, just roll an extra time. Roll a d10. I got 05. Oh, wow. Nice. Wait, Jeff, you roll a d10 and change one, or you just re-roll? Just roll twice and take the better roll. Assuming you missed the first one, you yeah. get to re-roll the d10. Okay. Wait. I, I got a hard success. Nice. Tug, you got an extreme? I got an extreme. Uh, I still miss. Max damage plus dice roll. Even from this distance? Okay. Um, where is my... Where is my thing? Oh, yeah, there it is. So eight points plus three points. Uh, Eleven. That's to its knee. <laughs> you blew its lower leg off. Danny? Um... If it's okay, I'll shoot the other one, but if not, that's its other leg's gone, probably, because I've just done eight, eight, uh, eight points of damage. I'll give it to you. Okay, Jasper? Um, I'm more sort of nervously standing at the back with a pistol. <laughs> um, <laughs> not really sure what to do at the moment, because I don't think I've still really got my head around the idea of these fish things um and i'm i'm more concerned with sort of managing rex at this point because i think one of those would just tear him in half mm. probably uh, yeah i'm having reservations mm -hmm. okay uh let's come back around to tug then all right, so if one fall, falls... Yeah, he fell to the ground. You, you blew his lower leg off. Then I will... Uh, what's the other one doing? Is, it's kind of, is uh, it... Danny severely hurt him and uh, knocked him in the shoulder. Okay. Um, well, then I'll shoot at its leg once again. You're shooting at the first one that you already... No, the, set, the whichever one I didn't damage. Well, I want to bring one down. The one that you shot the lower on, it's laying on the floor in front of you. Right. And it's kind of like crawling toward you. Right? Okay. So it's, it's moving slowly, but it's still coming at you. So I'm now going to try to shoot the leg on the other one. The one on the other one that they... Okay. So the, both of them are down on their hands and knees. Okay. And that is... Uh, oh, I get the... Do I get the bamboo? No, I didn't aim this time. So no, I, di I didn't get this one. I just shot. Okay. Miss. All right. Uh, Danny, what are you doing? Um, I'll stick with the one, the one that I was already shooting. The second one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, zero one. Oh boy. And that would be. I, I can. I can. With that kind of shot, it's like for all damage at six points. Can I blow its leg off? I'll leave this one up to you then. So that would clearly kill it, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to decimate it. I'm trying to stop it, and I'm happy for somebody else to batter the one that's crawling on the ground, you know, to knock it out. Yeah. So that's my plan. I, I'd rather destroy its leg and stop it, you know. Okay. Progress. Yep, that's fine. So I'll say you drop it to one hit point then. So it's enough that it's alive. 
Um, so Jerry, come back to you then. You've, you basically have the one that Danny just clearly disabled. And now you've got the other one that's on the floor just crawling toward you. Severely wounded also. Well, I'm going to try to uh, knock out the one that's crawling. Okay. With the butt of the rifle. Okay, go ahead. Uh, just a brawl then, I guess. I still have my bonus, right? I'll give you the bonus just for this. You're basically just walking up to a wounded creature. No, I mean the spell is still in effect also, right? As far as I can feel. Something I could ever feel anything. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, I made it anyway. Okay. So you managed to also, we'll say, bring it to one hit point, so it's alive. Okay. Barely. We have to find something to tie it up. Yep. That's easy. Danny, Danny says to tug another day in the office. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of look down at it and I say, I hope. I hope these things don't suffer too much. <laughs> Sorry. See when we had cod the other day when they gave us a meal? Do you think we were eating? I forget it. I don't know. Two weeks ago, we didn't know there was anything else out there but humans and dumb animals. And these creatures have different kinds of shapes because these guys stink. Bad. I just want to, let me just make sure I'm understanding this, Tug. A minute ago, you were in a red mist frenzy stabbing these things. Now you've just shot these things nearly to death, and now all of a sudden you're saying, I hope they don't suffer. Well, yeah, he's, no. un, he's unstable. I'm yeah. unstable, yeah. <laughs> okay. Da Danny realizes I'm, you're unstable. I, actually, there, the, 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 the change is because a minute ago, we were fighting for our lives because we were fucking terrified. Now we've got the advantage. We've got the guns. We've got the, we know what we're going. Now I kind of feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> now we're badass. Really? That's cool. I just want to double And as far as I'm concerned, this one can stay and the rest of them can all go. But right, hold, hold on. How many have we got now? That was. There's two left somewhere. Two left There's somewhere. still two kicking about. Oh my Plus, there might be other things. So, we'll have to go back and ask Murdoch about that. We do. We, they, they could be intelligent, for all we know. Well, and and at least what I think that what we're kind of realizing at this point, at least I am, is that these it's not an invasion. That the power went off, and the things, whatever was keeping the things in the tank, switched off and they got out. Well, that's it, isn't it? They're, they're probably just trying to get out. Yeah, we haven't seen anything in here that wasn't already in here. Um, but I'm thinking that as I'm going along. So I'm just going to fast forward then. Uh, I'm going to say that you guys are aware of the other two, um, and you do a thorough search of the building, and you cannot find them anywhere. Okay, so then we go back to Murdoch and Doc and Abelard. Okay, and we've tied up the fish guy. Okay, we have two of them. Are strange, but uh, they're losing Ikor or whatever. Yep, and at this names. point, 
when you get back up to the fifth floor, eventually there's the two outside in the hallway, the one that was still somewhat breathing. Uh, Dr. Matheson was, um, she's all, she's, you know, on top of the situation and she's trying to, um, you know, like stem the bleeding. And, and so she, she's trying her best to rescue this creature at this point. What are they? Yeah, I thought they dissolved. Yeah, uh, uh, Dr. Matheson is, is, I mean, she's clearly, she's busy, but she's like, I mean, that's a great observation that you made. Uh, I don't think these are Amigo like we originally thought. Hmm. You saw these were Amigo as well? Yeah. Where'd they come from? Where did you get them? Yeah. These were, um, if you remember, they were from the Himalayas. These fish things were from the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. They were found in a cave. That's why we thought they were the Migo. Um, it was in a cave-like network. Um, and that's what we assumed they were Migo, but clearly they're different. Whereas the uh, one you interrogated was from the Andes? Um, you're catching me off guard. I don't remember. I think you're right. No, no, no. I don't remember. It's I don't. I think the original accident happened in the Andes, but I think they were captured from uh, the Himalayas. But I could be wrong. Well, one you had something that uh, called itself a Migo. No, yes. the thing from the Migos you said in the conversation that that was in the Himalayas. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, well, the thing that uh, called itself a Migo. Looks nothing like these creatures, though. Right, I don't know what it looked like. Yeah, technically, you guys haven't really seen. Well, I'm asking the doctor. Oh, right. Then she confirms that. And so you thought these were Migo because they were in the same caves? Mm hmm. Even though they look nothing like it. Obviously, uh, I guess I can't roll psychology on somebody who's busy trying to save a bleeding creature. So, uh, well, I'll, I'll just I remind probably don't you bother, that, but this seems quite suspicious and strange. I'll just remind you that they were searching for the Migo. They found these creatures, so they assumed they were Migo. They were desiccated. They were mummified. So at the time, they looked really like nothing that they'd ever seen before. So they assumed they were Migo. Mm. So then they brought them back here to the labs to study them. The scientists thought it would be good to rehydrate them, and in so doing, they basically came back to life. Uh, good grief. Yeah. So it's clear that, that they're not misinforming us, but rather uh, that uh, there's uh, some serious limitations on their competence between their uh, critical thinking fails, their lack of a backup generator. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, they, don't, they don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, they don't know any more than we do, really. Right. You all are on the cutting edge of science. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it uh, needs some sharpening. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Um, uh, Occam's razor needs a new blade here, guys. <laughs> I think um, everyone is somewhat shaken and, and shattered from this whole experience. So Abelard's just going to ask you guys... Are you still ready to go tomorrow morning, or do you need a day to recuperate? 
I'm fine. <laughs> Welcome, Lud. Either way. Are All you right. okay? I... Y'all, yes, I mean... not, not to be worried that you were you were suddenly invaded by monsters. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm just, you know, th- thinking out loud. Uh, Mr. Dorn is right. You know, we still have so much to learn. Uh, this is just another wake-up call that we need to be prepared. We need to take this seriously and that we need to be security and needs to be beefed up. And he looks at Murdoch because he, you know, remembering back to the fact that he let a knife get through his security. Yeah, thank God he did. You should be thanking him yeah. for not... For not- Maybe I'm not giving up my weapons anymore. <laughs> well, aside to... from aside from a uh, more sec- more uh, secure and reliable power, maybe you should. Maybe everyone should uh, walk around uh, armed. Well, there's it a danger to like... that too, because if they had somehow gotten a hold of your weapons, that could have been a whole other story too. So there's a certain level of, we're talking about the Migo that can steal bodies and swap bodies. So I really, I don't think I'm ready to, but whatever, we can get into that later. That discussion for another time. So with that, we'll fade to black and start the next session. (laughs) Our players included Mick Swan, George C., Ken Trench, and myself with Chuck Wilkins as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft with the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Mm-hmm.